Fell. This is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How you doing today? Good. Jason? <clears throat> yes. LeBron James is the best basketball player on the planet. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And tonight, he proved that the regular season doesn't really matter that much when your name is LeBron James. All, all that matters is making it. But every once in a while, in the regular season, he just kind of sends out this like little warning, this, this just to... Prove to everybody, like, hey, when I care, when we're fully engaged, I can still win whenever I want. And everybody's talking about how great the Toronto Raptors are, right? And the Toronto Raptors, best record of the East, and they're streaking, and they've won, you know, 20 out of the last 21 games or whatever it is. And DeMar DeRozan, man, this is the year. Kyle Lowry, man, he's not afraid of anything. Well, tonight the Cavs beat them. 132 to 129. LeBron went 34, 17, and 7. Kevin Love, 23 and 12. They can beat them, and they will beat them in the playoffs. The Cavs will go to the finals in the East. Now, whether they can beat Golden State or not, that's that's a whole other thing. If Golden State maybe has an injury, uh, if things are clicking just right for Cleveland, but they're coming out of the East. This is happening. You assume way too much. I don't assume anything. No, I know. you're assuming... First of all, you're assuming Cleveland's going to make it and Golden State's going to make it. Okay, well, I guess Houston, I, Houston is Houston's looking pretty good. really, really but good. I, listen, if you put a gun to my head, I'd still pick Golden State. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> I love to watch Houston, and they are amazing in what they can do, but I don't think I it's just, a playoff thing, right? Here's the thing. Oh, Houston? Yeah. You know, yeah, since they've added Chris Paul, it's the whole dyna- dynamic of the team is different. Some of those Houston teams that were good in the past, like Dwight... Howard was on one of those teams, and he's yeah. not. But good Mike at D'Antoni, it doesn't have. He he's not a playoff. His system doesn't know. work in the playoffs. When you're playing in a like seven games in like a what uh, in like a two week span or something yeah. like that because they take a lot of time off. Yeah, it, it's just different, and you're playing know. the same team over and over again. So you start to figure some things out. The truth is that that James Harden is having one of the best seasons offensively of all time. Yeah, and. If I'm a Houston fan, I, all I say to myself is, like, all we need is, in every series, we need four James Harden games out of seven, where he just goes nuts and scores yeah. 50 points or whatever. Yeah. But um, but I, I'm still, I mean, Golden State's still better. They're better. Yeah. Yeah. And in basketball, you, what the better team usually you're wins. You're assuming okay. way too much. Now, well, and Listen, Cleveland, mm-hmm. you're assuming that all these new guys are all going to piece it together. They are piecing it together. They just beat the Raptors. You are the guy that says, like, you know, give them time. You know, all these they, – they need to work together. They need to figure things out. At the beginning of the year when Cleveland had all these new guys on their team, mm-hmm. you were saying that. It's like it's going to be six months before they figure this thing out. Yeah, Don't but then worry. they had to get new guys again. Yeah, now it's going to be six months before they figure it out. It's going to time out perfectly. Trust me. 
just trust. You think they're going to peak at the right time. I think they're going to peak at the right time. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to beat the Western Conference rep- representative. Now, if Gordon Hayward uh, were playing all year long for Boston, and depending on what, then, you know, maybe it'd be different. But I, I think that Boston's one piece short um, of, of beating LeBron in the, in the playoffs anyway. So um, On a scale of 1 to 10. Yes. 10 meaning Cleveland will absolutely make it. Uh-huh. And one meaning they're absolutely going to miss it. Okay. Where what? do you fall? Eight. Okay. Maybe eight and a half if you pushed me. Okay. But, yeah. I would say seven. Well, the way people have been talking, people are talking about this is LeBron's lost season, and this is, you know, now Tyron Lue is sick and he's out. We don't know why he's out, other than the fact that he, there's some sort of health issues, but... You know, is it mental health? Is LeBron <laughs> causing problems for him? I don't. We don't know what the thing is. LeBron was like, it was actually probably overdue. I, honestly, I wasn't even going to talk about LeBron tonight, but since you brought it up, mm-hmm. there is still something. There's still something wrong uh-huh. with LeBron uh-huh. that he can't get these players to play. Like he once again, he's working with subpar talent at this point. Jason, he has George Hill and a Jose Calderon on his team. I mean, <laughs> if 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 that's not a superstar, well, then I don't know what is. It just kills me. Like Houston, mm-hmm. you know, you had two or three good pieces. Golden yeah. State, four or five, six good pieces. You right. know, all these teams. <laughs> okay. Well, they got they got, they got, they got they four had, or five. They got four. They, they got, got four all stars. Four all stars. You know, and then it, but but I I still I I'm still one that says Draymond is not an all star on. Any other team in the league. Oh, listen. If Draymond was on Cleveland, he would be a phenomenal asset to LeBron James. I think James. He's, he's a good asset. I don't think he's an all-star. I think he's a perfect fit for Golden State. I think Golden State is the perfect fit for him. I think the perfect fit for Scottie Pippen was Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. And and uh, and so I think we, you can call Scottie Pippen a top 50 player of all time. I'm okay with that. But but if he hadn't played with Jordan, he wouldn't be. But that's fine. I mean, this is where he played. He's a, He was in the perfect spot. For him. You did give a crazy stat to me right before the show. Yeah. You want to go over those? Yeah, so... So I, I'll just I'll just uh, preface it by okay. saying this. So every once in a while, um, I... Um, watch basketball. Yes, I do watch basketball. <laughs> every once in a while, uh, when I'm just in the middle of the day, I become distracted. Uh, and then I just start uh, going down a rabbit trail, right? Yeah. And, um, and so... This week, just in the middle of the day, I think on Tuesday, I just had this thought to myself like I wonder I wonder if I wonder how many quadruple doubles there have been in, in history, you know, in the NBA. Right. And now the problem is they haven't been tracking assists and blocks and steals for all that long. They were just uh, tracking points and rebounds, like during right. the Wilt years, right? This it's only been the last thirty years Something that they've like had that. Mm-hmm. These maybe types a little bit longer, but pretty much. Yeah. And um, so I started and I saw like the list of the quadruple doubles that have happened. And it's I think Hakeem got it twice. Uh, David Robinson got it once. And there was another big guy that got it once. Um, And uh, so then I was like, well, wait a minute. You could get a quintuple double. I wonder if anybody's ever got a quintuple double before. Yeah. So this is so this is here's the stats on this. Okay. so obviously a quintuple double has to. Um, contain points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. There's nothing else to get to get on the number line. I mean, that's yeah. that's the best. So you have to have double digits, double digits in each of those. Could you now, have a double digit free throw? Yeah, but that's not a 
that's not something that they count. Stat line. Yeah, I mean, that's that counts towards points. It doesn't count towards, you know. Turnovers. Well, yes, turnovers, but I, that's a negative. So, yeah. Um, so, before I give you the, the people that have come closest, I will say that in 1968, uh, Philadelphia played L.A. Wilt Chamberlain for Philadelphia, scored 56 points and had 36 rebounds. This we know. Which is amazing. Right. By the way, Wilt Chamberlain had two games in his career of 50 rebounds. He had two 50-rebound games in his career. That's absurd. He had, I think he had like four 40-40 games in his career, where he scored 40 <laughs> points and 40 rebounds. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was a freak. Yeah. Um, he was also the only athletic seven-foot guy out there, and so everybody else was like our size. But anyway, um, they weren't keeping track of of the other statistics, but supposedly he had 14 assists, 24 blocks, and 11 steals in that game, which would give him the coveted quintuple double. And he's the only one to ever do it, but it's not official right. because this. But and we both no, believe that that's possible. Yeah, and there's no video of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there no there was no video of most of those games back. Right, then. right. Like there's no video of the hundred point game. Um. I wonder if there's a radio broadcast. Yeah, I think there's a radio broadcast, but no, not... no, no of the radio of the hundred point game, oh, but of that quadruple. Maybe, but they wouldn't necessarily, you know, like call every one of his rebounds. They wouldn't necessarily call all of his assists. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, the blocks and steals. You know, I mean, you would think so, but even some of that might be kind of sketchy. So, anyway. Um, but we both believe that that probably happened yes. because Wilt Chamberlain. So, but in the modern era, since they've been keeping track of this, Hakeem Olajuwon is is on the list the most. He would have been, the, I think, the most likely to have done it. Yes, because the player that he was. So he once got seventeen rebounds, six assists, seven steals, and twelve blocks. So I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's that's very close. Yeah to the quintuple uh, double he did a couple other times he came he came close but never quite so much i mean one time when he had the quadruple double he had 18 points 16 rebounds 10 assists 10 blocks oh no 11 blocks but only one steal right i think that's the tricky part big guys don't get a lot of steals right and you kind of have to be a big guy to get these because you got to get blocks right Right. so and little guys i mean you might get a couple blocks in a game but not like a big guy would get so uh, David Robinson came fairly close. He went 34-10-10-10 with two steals. So that's a quadruple double with two steals. Right. Um, Chris Weber once got 25-15, eight assists, three steals, and nine blocks. That's pretty close. Yeah. But the steals, once again, the number was pretty low. Um, Andre Kirilenko a few years ago, 14-8-9-6-7. Um, you know, those are all yeah. pretty high. Now, the closest one is Draymond Green, in my opinion. Now, uh, technically, he was like uh, 11 short, right? So, like, Hakeem it was Olajuwon... A tri- well, it was a triple-double. It was a triple-double. Uh, like, Hakeem Olajuwon, on his best game, was seven short, right? So, he was like uh, four assist and three blocks short of getting right. the quintuple-double. So, right. he was seven short. So, this game, Draymond is 11 short, but the problem is he only scored four points in that game. So <laughs> he he got he got four points. Right. So there's six of them right there, right? He got four points, twelve rebounds, ten assists, ten steals, which is the really, really yes. hard one to get, and five blocks. Yeah. So 
Draymond being Draymond, you got to figure if that night he knew that was a possibility, he probably could have made it happen. No, he would have got the Make points it. without a doubt. Without a doubt. The blocks Five blocks been tough. is tough, but, he, yeah. it, you know, but then it stops you from getting other things. So, yeah, he was 11 away, but that's about as close I think anybody could as anybody's come. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because you got the steals. Well, the right? points are easy. So when you look at guys today, who is the most likely to get the quintuple double? Draymond. I figure Draymond and Anthony Davis would be my other guy. Because yeah. Anthony Davis gets the steals, and he could certainly get the blocks. I mean, he, he plays on the top of the key a lot, right? So um, he could get you know the assists and the blocks and the points uh, and the uh, rebounds. That's a given, yeah. you know, that he could get those. Yeah. It's could he get 10 steals in a game. That's, that's the tricky part. So I look at Draymond, I think about um, I, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Maybe... I, I mean, I don't know. Giannis probably. Oh in, yeah, in for Shupo. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't think of a, many other. LeBron guys. should be able to. If LeBron wanted to, yeah, he could do it. Yeah, if he, yeah, LeBron could do it. He would be on this list. Yeah. Um, maybe Kevin Durant because he could get blocks because he's so long. And he's a guard, so he's guarding guys a lot shorter. So I think what you do is like if in the first three quarters. You see Kevin Durant's got a quadruple double, um, and he's now like, but he's like seven blocks short of it. You just say, all right, Kevin, in the fourth quarter, you're going to paint, or you're going to put yourself in the paint just and just try to block everything. You know, just do your best to block yeah. whatever comes. Try to get those seven blocks so you can get this. So I figure like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The, the two stat lines that have got to be the most difficult mm-hmm. are blocks and steals. Right. Yeah. Because assist, I mean, come on. Yeah. You should be able to do that. Get the ball's in your hand enough. Points, you should mm-hmm. be able to do that. And that, rebounds yeah. is more of a heart thing than anything else. Yeah, and Russell Westbrook is the triple-double machine, obviously. But for him to get 10 blocks in a game seems pretty unlikely. I would put him in the category of the quadruple-double. Yes, I think he's absolutely could get right? as long as he gets the steals. Because he basically gets a triple double every night anyway. Right. So any night that he gets ten steals is gonna is like a potential quadruple double night. Right. Yeah. But it's the blocks. I mean, that's just yeah. That's just not gonna happen. So that's why it has to be a guy that can get ten blocks. You know, I mean, LeBron James probably averages like three blocks, maybe like two and a half blocks a game. I mean, blocks are not easy to come by. No. You and know? he's the one. I mean, chasing down and hitting off the backboard from mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. But he doesn't even play. His defensive game is not even geared towards. The block. No, 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 no. And he's he's guarding guys up top a lot more. You right. know, maybe later in his career, if they move him down, he could do that. You know, because for him to get points, rebounds, assist, it's, then 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 you're talking about it's hard to get the steals. This is why it's never been done before. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's fun to think about. So there's everything you ever wanted to know about the possible quintuple double. That well, Chamberlain, we're pretty sure, definitely did it. I have no reason to think otherwise. If anybody could do it, he would have done it. You feel it. like that's the greatest performance in any basketball game ever? Well, I mean, it, the 100-point game is pretty good. I mean, but 53-36, 14, <laughs> 24 blocks, and 11 steals? That's pretty good. Is anybody th- – there what, is no the, better game than that. Is the equivalent in baseball six home runs? Yeah, I mean, I think the equivalent equivalent because multiple baseball people would, have hit four home runs. I think the the equivalent in baseball would probably be like pitch a no hitter. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> pitch a no hitter and hit two home runs and 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 save three steals. Or I'm sorry, 
<laughs> three, uh, you save three home runs, like over the wall, King Griffey Jr. style, climbing yeah, but up the wall. You can't pitch and do that at the same time. Well, that's how that's how tough it would be. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I mean, I think the 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 best game you could have as an individual baseball player would be like, I suppose, to like hit for the cycle and throw a no hitter in the same game. Right, yeah, that that, that's kind tough. of the equivalent of like an all-around. You can't have a better, and then maybe but I feel like you're still short and, and a couple steals. And during that game, and you'd have to have a couple, couple steals. steals. And and during that game, make at least one amazing catch. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. What and about even then? I feel like you're short. But I don't. I don't feel like there's a an equivalent for football because well, Foles caught in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's threw true. a touchdown. Caught a touchdown. Did he run one too? Yeah. Well, he'd have to play defense on some level. Right, like Deion Sanders probably has the best. Somebody like that probably has that. He probably got a couple of interceptions. And back in the day, I think like Jim Brown would occasionally kick extra points and field goals. Right, yeah, Jim Brown might be on that list. Like returning, he probably returned one, kicked one, scored one regular, and threw one all in the same game, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's an absurd thing to even think about. Uh huh. Yeah. Just all around. So, do you feel like in your lifetime you'll see a quintuple double? I mean, Draymond came close. Of five. Five. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I would say yes. It's not utterly ridiculous, but... I it, would say yes. I thought in my lifetime I was never going to see a triple crown winner in baseball. I thought that was a thing of the past. Yeah. But that happened. Well, and when we were little, little, mm-hmm. I thought Maris's home run record was yeah. solid. Unstoppable. And now it's like, what? I don't even well, know. 85. If you had told me 10 years ago, uh, what's more likely to happen? Someone in the next... 10 years someone gets a quintuple double in a game or somebody averages a triple double for a season i would say quintuple double for a game because averaging a triple double for a season seemed impossible to me but russell westbrook did it so yeah i mean that that to me honestly that seemed like something that you, you would i would always freak, hear about oscar robinson and yeah. at his season where he averaged a triple double i'm like that's impossible that yeah, would never, never happen it'll never happen mm-hmm. yeah no i would say on a freak Random night, you do you hit everything's mm. perfect. Yeah, couple blocks, couple steals, couple mm. assists, couple points. You 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 have to guard somebody that's not good but still has the ball a lot. Okay, what if? Okay, picture this with me. All right, like the game before, the game you're playing. Yeah, the other team gets in a fight. Half their guys are off the bench. Okay, like you know they're out. So they're now they're just playing five guys the whole rest of the game and. They're not even good guys. It's your bench players because right. they're all ejected. Right. And you got to finish the game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that happened in the first quarter. Yeah. Because it's a heated thing right. from the game before. Yeah. The starting yeah. team gets thrown it's out. Something like out. that has to right. happen. Some, Some kind of like weird, yeah. you know, like the plane like the, the plane with the starters didn't make it on time. And now you got to, you know, play the whole game with like the, the five boys, guys. That were, yeah. Water right. boys. Something like that. The, um, now, now, now we're leading into baseball season. Mm-hmm. Where we're gonna witness the next Babe Ruth? Who's, he's Otani? Go- yeah, yeah, Otani. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna throw a no hitter this season and hit for the cycle. In Not a, in the same game, but I mean, maybe consecutive games. Maybe. Well, they're talking about this season, like the first series, pending he's not on a minor league roster. Yeah, I mean, they, he, they spent fifty million, hundred, five hundred trillion dollars on him. Yeah, whatever it was. I mean, Tim Tebow has better stats than he does. That's like for real. I'm just saying. Tim Tebow doesn't pitch. Yeah. Yeah. But if he is as advertised, what he's advertised is he's 
you know... Uh, From Japan, uh, he was advertised as the next Babe Ruth. Yeah. Uh-huh. That he's going to throw a no-hitter in a World Series. Yeah. And then he's also going to hit 60 home runs in a season. It's probably not going to happen. We don't know. He's only 23 years old. Yeah. He's really, really young. All the more... And his experience mm-hmm. in Japan was not really that much. Yeah. The, the key age for any athlete, whether it's... it's 27. It's 27. Yeah. Those are, that's the... That's, I mean, that's when you're hitting your groove. 27 to 30 is the key stat line for any athlete. Yeah. And he's four years away from even reaching that. Sure, yeah. He's got plenty and of if time. If you're really great, you can have a period of like 26 to 32 yeah. of peak performance. Yeah. Yeah. It's five or six years. Well, I'm rooting for it. I mean, I want him to be the next Babe Ruth. I'd love that. But I, I'm rooting for it and betting against it. I'm with you. I, mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me get back to the NBA really quickly. So I noticed something that I've been noticing this for a while, but I'm finally ready to start talking about it. That bothers me in the NBA. Um, and it, it's actually just, it's not only the NBA. It also happens in college basketball too. I've seen it happen in girls, like college basketball. Um and so I saw it last night. There was a, uh, I think it was Boston, and uh, Boston had a game winner at the end of the game. Uh, Morris, one of the Morris twins, I don't know which Morris twin plays for Boston, but uh, one of the Morris twins hit the game winning shot, uh, like a three pointer to win the game. But there was still like two seconds left in the game. And, um, and so then they flash to the reaction of the bench, right? And everybody's going nuts. You know, they're doing, oh, you yeah. know, like jumping up and down. And Kyrie is doing the hold you back thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, or, or like anytime there's like a giant dunk, you know, everybody on the bench is holding each other back. They're all, it's like, no, nobody's, that's not a thing. Nobody, you're not holding anybody back. And, and that is, it's starting to annoy me, right? The, the, I'm going to pretend to hold you back, but you're, not really trying to, you're holding me back while I'm holding you back. What is this? You know, it's, it's a trend that needs to stop. It bothers me, quite frankly. It's annoying to me. And I know I'm in full get off my lawn, old man oh, phase yeah, right yeah. now. But I, I, can only, I, I can only speak what I believe. I can only speak what I, what I see, what I know, what I'm passionate about. And the hold me back move in basketball needs to stop immediately. Well, we have that moment almost on a daily basis in our house as we're playing Fortnite and <laughs> someone we were gets go here. and someone gets a kill. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, and you know, holding each other back and jumping and acting like crazy people. Yeah. Well, it happens. Okay. I, I'm I'm okay with well, it. Well, speaking of Fortnite and the Boston Celtics, man, I am good at this. Gordon Hayward, did you see that video? No. Gordon Hayward was playing Fortnite on Twitch. Okay. And um his daughter like came into the room while he was playing and was like messing him up and he like died or something yeah. like that. And so, you know, maybe, maybe, Hey Gordon, you know, maybe, uh, get on the basketball court, you know, maybe stop playing uh Fortnite so much. And, uh, I don't know, like work on your rehab. He's got a broken leg. <laughs> he had a broken leg. That was a while ago. He's, it's still broken. Okay. It's still yeah. working on it. He's not playing yet. All right. Okay. And did you see the, uh, who was it? Was it the kid from uh, the the uh, UMCB Retrievers? Yes. Uh, when, when they, they beat, beat Virginia, when they beat Virginia, he said it was like my first Fortnite victory. Yes. Um, you can attest to this. Yeah, I've so never played Fortnite. I've won seventeen or eighteen matches. Humble brag. Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm slightly above average. Okay. Not great. Take the average of horrible. all the people that play Fortnite. Yeah, I'm slightly above that. You're slightly above that. Um. 
So the first time you win is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's exciting. Is it your greatest video game moment of all time? It felt like it at the time. Really? But in hindsight, in in like on a horse historical perspective, you look back at it, it wasn't. Oh, but, sorry, but I just it's, made a, it's an exciting moment. The thrill of it is nothing like I've ever experienced because it's it really is because you're going up against a hundred other people, and you get this win, and I don't know, it just feels it's top five for it's you. It's an intense, yeah. My top video game moment of all time was watching me beat Mega Man. No, was. <laughs> You wouldn't even beat Mega Man if it was for Matt Soder, anyway. That is true. So, um, my top video game moment of all time was Chuck, when I beat Super Mario Brothers three. You, yeah, I know you're very self-involved. I understand this. My number one video game of all time was when I beat Double Dragon. Was you never beat Double Dragon? I did too. Beat Double Dragon? No, you didn't. Double Dragon is impossible to beat. I beat Liter- it. Nobody's literally... And if lit- you go to Meyer right now, mm-hmm. they have an individual like joystick console that you can plug in of just Double Dragon. Shut up. Yeah. It's like 30 bucks. HDMI? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I hope so. I want to play that. Um, I was at Chuck E. Cheese okay. with Eric Codell, and we were playing the arcade version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a great game. Great game. And we beat it. And by the end of the game, we were playing the final boss, Krang, and um, the Ninja Turtles. Which is bizarre. It's not Shredder. Yeah, but Krang is like the ultimate bad guy. So uh, anyway, uh, by time we were to the final level, I literally had maybe 30 kids standing around like watching us. There was like a there was like a kid that worked there. To me, he seemed like an adult. You know, he was like he had a mop and he was like standing there like he was watching probably 14 us. 14 years he was old. Like, dude, this is, you know. So, like and everybody's like I am like I am getting to the point where I'm like screaming orders at random kids like go get me more coins, you know. Kids are like bringing me more coins so I can keep on feeding the thing so we can beat the game. Um it was I mean, yes, it was the greatest video game moment of my life. Was it the greatest moment of my life? It's in the discussion. <laughs> I've had three the birth kids. of your kids. I've married. You've married. Um, lots of good things have happened to me. When the double stack went to 99 cents. Oh, that was a great day. But um, yeah, it might have been the greatest moment of my life. I was like a king. I mean, it was just like, I think they carried me out of Chuck E. Cheese, like on their shoulders, like the, chanting. The, the thing I remember about that night was, I think there was three of you guys who beat it mm-hmm. but the very end because it's a four-player game yeah there was a kid hopped yeah, on at the very I end i know I threw know. in a quarter to play with donatello yeah i'm not cool with that and he yeah. celebrated the victory with like, you guys yeah. as if he won the uh, whole game not cool not cool it's like it's like um it's like kevin durant taking credit for like these goals. It's like they were already a championship team before you got there you know like yeah. they didn't really need you to win the championship they were doing fine without you so I've, I kind of view that kid as the Kevin Durant of the Chuck E. Cheese in Columbus <laughs> or wherever we were. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty great. Was that your birthday party? I don't believe so. I think uh, I think it was Eric's birthday party. Um. So, yeah, hold me back. It needs to stop. Okay. Now, um. So the thing that's happening right now in sports that's the biggest thing or whatever is the college basketball tournament. And um, a couple of things. First of all, uh, there's probably nothing like 
this and I think it's like uh unique in sports the the one and done like the fact that is there any other single elimination tournament that's quite like that I mean everything else is either a series the or, NFL playoffs. yeah but the NFL playoffs is not as many teams it doesn't have the same yeah. I don't know juice to it yeah I you mean that you could you could make a case it's not the same playoff format but College football, the bowl games. I mean, it's a win or a loss. Yeah, it's it's a finality, the end of the season. Yeah, I wish in our last episode we would have actually talked for a minute about actual basketball rather than just breaking down the uh, bracket mascots because I was going to predict that a number one seed was going to lose this year. That was my prediction because I feel like it was bound to happen. I knew it was going to happen one day, and I was going to make the prediction that was going to happen this year. But uh, was not able to do that. But uh, suffice it to say, I was going to predict that. Now but you I didn't. You didn't. I didn't, and I wouldn't have probably picked that one. That one, because Virginia was the number one seed of the tournament. Yeah. Um. So it was it was Virginia, Villanova, Kansas. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. The 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 team that beat what's it you umc umbc U- university of maryland baltimore yeah county so like earlier that year they lost a I game know. to like stony brook or something like yeah, 89 to 39 i know they're the re- golden retrievers that's their mascot yeah so like somebody uh like uh did like an air bud uh <laughs> thing for them <laughs> my kids love that movie by right. the way so the other thing that's happening so like college basketball the whole thing is that like apparently uh, apparently, um, I just watched that video again the other day. Apparently, what we all knew was happening is happening, which is, mm, I don't know, most colleges are paying their players. Some are doing it better than others, and I haven't been caught, but it seems like it's pretty prevalent. Yeah. Uh, like the whole Sean Miller thing, yeah. which as Ohio State fans, we're kind of like dodged a bullet with him. I wanted him. I was yeah. very vocal about it, yeah, even I on this podcast. Too. Yeah, but you don't want to be suspended. But they can't suspend 80 teams, which is like the report is like, I don't know, like 80 teams or something. Well, but, that's what we talked about. Thad Mata, the reason why he couldn't win was he wasn't he, paying his he was, players. Yeah, right. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It makes absolute sense. I mean, if sense. everybody else is breaking the rules and you're the one person not breaking the rules, how are you going to... Hey, how can you win? Right, right. Like if you're, um, if you're, if you're in a NASCAR race, right, and everybody else is using jet fuel and you're using eighty-seven unleaded, yeah, right. Like, yeah, you're just not gonna win. It's yeah. just a huge advantage that everybody else has. Well, and I, in, in football too, there's a lot of smoke around like the whole Cam Newton stuff at mm-hmm. Auburn. And, oh yeah, everybody knows. I mean, yeah, that kind of stuff was happening. There's all that stuff. Football mm-hmm. and basketball is loaded. Mm-hmm. And the Sean Miller thing. So there's a there's a uh, clip of him. Now you don't hear the audio of it, but apparently uh, they have him saying, "If you want to talk about playing players, you got to talk to me." That's the that's the quote where they got like in a discussion uh, that you know somehow they were bugging a conversation, right. a phone conversation or something that he had. And the 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 quote is, uh, "If you're if you're if you're going to talk about playing players." Or anybody that wants to talk about playing players has to talk to me, has to go through me or something like that, you know? Well, who who is he talking to? See, that's the thing. I could see that that, that was used as a very incriminating uh, uh, yeah. uh, quote. But I could see somebody I could see somebody who didn't want to pay their players. Like, listen, we don't pay our players here. We've never paid our players, and we're never going to play our players. So anybody that wants to talk about playing players, right. they need to talk to me, right? Right. Like, to... I could see that going either way, except absolutely. Apparently, there's a lot of other evidence. 
that uh, that makes it look bad. But but you were telling me before the show, but you didn't you didn't give it away on how you're going to do it. No, you, I teased. You have the uh, you have the solution for all of this. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Give it to me. This will fix both college basketball and college football. I can't wait. Half of the reason why we have a problem right now is that we have paid professionals, coaches, right. making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. It's a big business. The highest paid government employee in the state of Ohio is Urban Meyer. The highest paid player or the highest paid professional in any state is usually the state university, either football or basketball player. Right. Coach. Or coach. Where yeah. you're where you're wherever you're coaching because it's amateur status sports they need to have amateur status coaches wow you need to have college player college students coaching coaching that would because, be awesome listen it's a profession it's a real thing you can mm. go in real life and and right. do this you graduate it's like you're preparing for you're preparing to coach huh. to go to high school and coach and be a teacher Right. You're you're preparing to go to to the professional levels, maybe overseas, yeah. coach these teams or club teams or yeah. or um you know what's the uh, what's the basketball AAU, mm -hmm. you know I mean those guys whatever yeah like th that's a real thing you're preparing Let's, in college you're preparing your college years mm -hmm. to become a professional coach that would the, be chaos like I listen, I love the idea listen, don't get me wrong I love the idea initially the band-aid that would have to come off uh -huh. would be a huge gashing wound yeah that people would be bleeding all over the place it would be chaos it would be mass chaos I mean it'd be really ugly football but think about the this. basketball I almost feel like wouldn't take as big of a hit but the football I think would be there's a lot that goes into the coaching in football like play you know what though that I, I honestly i believe this yeah. i believe this at the core because you would have you would have great stories mm -hmm. based on these college yeah coaches. Like duke has a freshman coach that's just like he's like a boy genius he's turning the mm -hmm. game upside down right and yeah. the things that he's doing on the court mm -hmm. he's drawing up plays on the whiteboard that yeah. nobody's ever seen yeah i love it i love it I think would it not great... fix it I don't know that it would fix it because people could still pay those coaches and pay the players under the I table. I feel like it would be a whole lot easier to manage. That makes sense to me in a lot of ways. I don't think it would fix Oh man, the, the it would problem. go it would go a long way. But even if it doesn't fix the problem, I want to see it. Like No, I, I think yeah. I think absolutely this needs to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you can have listen, after you graduate college, mm -hmm. Let's have a minor league basketball league. There's well, there nothing is. wrong with it's that. The NBA D League. I know, but let's let, let's celebrate that. Let's yeah. pump that up. Mm -hmm. Rick Pitino right now come. He's come out and he he's verbal. He wants to coach again. Yeah. I. What college is going to touch him? Because there's a lot of smoke. It's yeah. It's going to be like Stony Brook or. It's going to be. It's going to have to be. Right. Yeah. He's going to have to work his way up. Well, listen. If once again, if we had the developmental league, the NBA, if if it was. If we could pump resources into it, let's put Patino there. Let's have him coach mm. these young athletes who are working their way between amateur status and professional status. Yeah. This I, should be a thing. I totally agree. How, who do we need to talk to? I don't... The NCAA? I guess. They're the ones that would have to dictate that. I think so. Listen, we'll, we'll put a five-year window to say in five years we need to transition our paid coaches... 
transition them out and transition in amateur status college students. Five years. Yeah. And, and the turnover and like if you had a four-year coach that it was his senior year. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's gone. Like that would be like. Well, it would be a big deal, but that's why you have assistant coaches underneath. Well, like, I know. There's a sophomore assistant coach. It's the same thing as a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. There's a sophomore assistant coach and he's just biting yeah, you know, at the heels of the head coach, you know, because he's going to graduate this year. Finally, this sophomore who's been patient this whole—they redshirted him as a freshman coach, yeah, to keep him an extra year of, you know, eligibility. Sure, and yeah. he is—he is just biting at the chance to take this team over. Yeah, it would be huge. Yeah, I, I'm all I, for. I it. want this to happen. Okay, well, let's make it happen. Let's call the NCAA tomorrow or email I think, them or something. Okay, if there's three people that we should call, mm-hmm. NCAA, yeah, Tony Kornheiser. Okay. And Bill Simmons. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, um, so that's that. Uh, really quickly, uh, the Tottenham Hotspur update. Uh, we are the official podcast of Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur, right? Uh, do they view us that way? It doesn't matter. You act like it until oh, yes. it happens. Fake it before you make Fake it. Fake it until you make it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. We are the American official. We are the podcast. official. Po- I'm gonna say, I don't even have to qualify it as American, to be honest with you. We are citizens of the world, and we love <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur unashamedly. Well, Tottenham just beat uh, Swansea City in the FA Cup quarterfinals, which puts them in the FA, FA Cup semifinals against Man United. Yes. So that's kind of a big deal. It's not like win the Champions League. I, you know, I'd rather they win the Champions. League. Is game Sunday. Uh, the man. Uh, no, man, no, it's April twenty first. Yeah, the twenty first, five o'clock. Um, but they've got a couple of big games coming up. Um, on the first, which that's this Sunday. Right, right. They play Chelsea. No, no, it's next Sunday. The first is next Sunday. April first is Easter. It's oh yeah, not no, this Sunday, Sunday, but next. So they Sunday. don't have a game for a while. Okay, so on uh, April first, they play Chelsea. That's kind of a big game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because in the standings right now, Chelsea is fifth place and Tottenham is fourth place. Now, separating them is. Uh, looks like it's five points that's separating them, but um, you know if that Chelsea could swing. that could yeah. swing, so that's a really big. I mean, Chelsea's going to be bringing everything they have because you want to finish in the top four so you can get the Champions League. Um, they're both right there with Liverpool. Then has sixty three points. That Tottenham is just two points behind them. Uh, Man United has sixty five points, and then Man City's blowing everybody away with eighty one points. Um, and then in just a couple of weeks they play. Uh, they do play Man City as well, and I wonder if Man City won't be trying as hard. Hard during that game because they've got other things they w- they've already wrapped up the league so why do they care right you know to pay that play their uh, pay their play their best players so anyway so things are going well for Tottenham they only have one loss since we've started rooting for them they lost to Juventus in the Champions League and they really could have beat them yes. so pretty exciting stuff it's, it's a great time to be a Tottenham Hotspur fan although Harry Kane is injured but. I, it's okay. Did you see the injury? Yeah. It looked really bad, but apparently it's not as bad as it looked. Uh, he turned his ankle, but I don't think anything broke. So I think he can be back here in the next few weeks. So until then, we're going to need everybody else to step up just a little bit. That's the way it goes, my friend. Delia Lee. Um, that's the official uh, football team of yeah. La Rodea. The official yeah. baseball team is the uh, Brewers Baseball Club of Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> and um, we not don't... the Milwaukee variety. Oh no 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 no, no the Little Rock Little Rock Arkansas version. Brandon Levings, friend of the show, friend of me personally, uh, is uh, is is on the team. 
and uh, that is why they are our official team. But we don't know how things are going. So actually, had Chillis Joe reach out to me, yeah, because he lives in Arkansas, right? And he was asking me about the team, yeah. And we're I we're sending you fans, like, yeah. but you got to tell us, like, when do you play, and how is Chillis Joe going to get there so he can root for you, or can you Facebook Live it? I wonder if we I could would stream it. Yeah, I, I would, would watch it. I wonder if we could like somehow sponsor the team, like if they would wear Lower Road Radio T-shirts with our faces on them. For their games. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if we had enough money. I well, so, listen, if they we... Facebook Live the video feed, maybe we could do audio commentary on top oh, of it. Oh, that'd be fun. I've always wanted to do that. We should try to find a way to do that. We can figure it out. Put it on the the uh, trail of broken promises. All right. So, uh, so that's that. But we don't really know what to say about that. Um, I-, I wanted to talk quickly about the podcast spotlight of the week. So... Um, yeah, well, speaking of baseball, next week, yeah, we're going to make our official predictions. Last year, we were dead on. Nailed it. Every single division. We won. We called. We called every single division. And we will do the same thing this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So go to Vegas, put everything on black, and then maybe that'll work out for you. But if you <laughs> can't, if you don't want to do that, pick all of our division winners and... Uh, you're going to make money. You would have made money last year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There was like a parlay that you could have played in the college basketball tournament for like five teams. If you would have played it on one day, you could have made a $30 bet and had made like $18,000 on it or something. That's pretty like good. That. Yeah. But um, Through the first weekend of the college bracket, by the way, mm-hmm. zero perfect brackets. That's crazy. Zero perfect. Nobody. CBS Sports Online, ESPN, yeah. Fox Sports, nobody. Nobody. That's nuts. It is nuts. Um, so the uh, podcast spotlight of the week is a podcast called Shack House. Shack House is a, it's a ringer network. Is it any reference to don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk? No. Not that Shack House. I don't really know how you fake the funk on a nasty dunk, to be honest. I don't know what that well, means. Well, it's when you go to fake the funk Yeah. on well, a nasty dunk, you don't do that. What is the funk on a nasty dunk? That's why, Well, that's why you don't, you don't see it because uh-huh. it doesn't get done. You don't fake the funk. Right. On the like you're either going to do it or you're not going to. You're either going to do it or you're not. Oh. You don't fake the funk. Oh. On the nasty dunk. I thought it meant like don't. I didn't know what it meant, to be honest with you. Can't fake the funk on a nasty no, dunk. No, no, you don't. You don't fake the you funk. Don't fake the funk. Not that you can't. You okay. shouldn't. Well, it has nothing to do with Shaquille O'Neal. It is a uh, Jeff Shackelford and Joe House. Um, Joe House has uh, a ring, another Ringer podcast called, I think, uh, House of Carbs uh, about food. You would probably like that podcast. It's a podcast about food. It's called House of Carbs. Joe House is he pro or anti carb? He's pro. He eats lots. Oh, of, I love carbs. He yeah. eats lots of. Food. I love it. And uh, and Joe House and then Jeff Shackelford, who's a, a a golf writer. So it is a golf podcast. Okay. And right now, uh, golf is just about ready to get exciting. Yeah. I think the Masters is about like a week or two away. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Did you did you see the post I put on Lower Road Radio? Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was awesome. Mongolia. Yeah, that looks like fun. It was like eighteen thousand yeah. shots or you're, something. And you're right, Johnny Meadows would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he still listens to the show. I don't think he or... does. He stopped returning my phone calls. <laughs> um, but Johnny the, would definitely do that. Yeah. Go to the Facebook page and yeah. find that video I shared. It. I don't know whose it is originally, but this guy yeah. goes across the whole country of Mongolia. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a caddy who's basically hauling a, a wheelbarrow yeah. filled with, like, camping gear and equipment. The longest. It took him 80 days. Longest hole in any golf. 
all time. 80 days. Yeah. That sounds like fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think (laughs) that would be so much fun. I could see that becoming a a Barkley Marathon type of thing where it just becomes a big deal and people are trying to beat the score. Right in Mongolia, or should we do one in here in the states? Because you could do the Appalachian Trail. We have a friend. Yeah, but well, the, but the thing about friend. the Mongolia thing is that's the step. It's like the biggest grassland in the world. So you're not like you couldn't go through a forest, right? That's the problem with America. I don't think you have enough. You'd have to do it somewhere in the Midwest. If you went from Illinois to Denver, yeah, I mean maybe, but I don't know that you could pull that off. I think the only place you could pull it off is in. You just got to be make sure that you don't. Put it in the drink along the Mississippi. Right. And then yeah, that's a You're that's done. A penalty stroke. Um, <laughs> you think they tee it up on the first one and then never tee it up again? Well, that's how it should be done. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could go, like, what would be extreme? Seattle to Miami? Right. Yeah. You I know, mean, or yeah. Maine to L.A. or something San Diego like something? Honestly, it, you'd probably be, that sounds exhausting, though. Like, swinging the golf club over and over again all day like that. Every hundred feet, just whacking it as hard as you can <laughs> you take, every single time. You take a hundred steps, right? <laughs> you just let it rip. What do you? I mean, you just probably have a long iron, right? A five iron. Yeah, I think. Well, well, they have those hybrid clubs. Yeah, maybe a hybrid. Um, yeah. Hybrid five wood. Yeah, like thing. a five wood hybrid. Yeah. yeah, and then if you hit the ball in a weird spot, you've got like a wedge to knock it out or something. But other than that. Or if you get like a super good lie on top of like a chunk of grass, maybe you pull out your driver on like one hit. What you if know? you had to go through Arizona, the desert? Yeah, just sand just after sand, sand wedge, after sand. straight up in the air, straight up in the air. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it does sound exhausting. But... Well, golf is legitimately one of my favorite things to watch on TV. I really enjoy watching golf. I went to Dad's house the other day. Yeah. Because I was dropping off my daughter for volleyball practice, and he lives close to the school so i just went to his house to watch basketball because it was in the middle of the tournament yeah it's like i'll just watch basketball at dad's house um so i went over to dad's house for an hour and i ended up just watching golf instead because i like legitimately love watching golf and tiger woods was kind of in the mix which was exciting um i'm not like a tiger woods fan i don't want him to break jack's record it's not going to happen by the way um, i'm not rooting for that i'm not necessarily rooting for him to win but i do want him to be good because it's he's the Duke, the yeah. New York Yankees. We've talked about this before. Golf is better. It's got more juice in it when Tiger Woods is good. It's right? true. Yeah. He, there's multiple reasons he's not going to. I mean, he might. You think he'll win one more major or none? No, I think he will. Yeah, but I mean, he's a lot gonna, of those guys. They're like 50 years old and they mm-hmm. pull one out before they hit the seniors tour. The problem is, like, if you could just freeze the talent pool in all of golf right now and say nobody else is going to join for the next 20 years. And all of these guys will just progress together. Then I could see him winning maybe a few. But every year, there's a new, there's this new guy, Bryson DeChambeau, who's like amazing. There's, there's, there's always, always a new wave. There's always a new yeah. wave of new, like amazing talent that now you have to compete with, along with all the other guys that have been. Jim Furyk, that's going to have like the random, like amazing tournament. Because in golf, it's like the truest winner of almost any sport because you're not just playing one team. Every week, you're playing everybody. And so the best and, person rises to the top. And you have to have four very good rounds. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's the most like capitalistic, I guess you could say, of all the sports, which is like you can't – it's just the best person is going to win. There's no way like around the system. I don't know enough about race car or NASCAR, but I feel like <laughs> – Race car. Race well, that, car. I, don't know, I don't know about race car stuff. <laughs> 
I don't know a lot about NASCAR stuff, but I feel like it would be about the same. Yeah, I think NASCAR is probably similar because you're doing the same thing. You're racing against everybody. But even pole position and stuff really like matters in NASCAR where uh, it is But you qualify even... for your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You get true. that position because yeah, you race ahead yeah, of time. True. So That's true. Yeah. So I suppose NASCAR is pretty similar. I don't know what else. What other sport could compare? Bowling. No, because bowling, you're playing one person. You know, you, yeah, it, I, I don't. Know. You don't I all just, just go out and bowl. I, that wasn't a serious. Okay, I was. Well, I considered bowling, but then I didn't say it because I was like, nah, it doesn't quite count. I don't. I can't think of another one. But mm-hmm. I love golf, and I hope Tiger Woods keeps on playing well and winning, um, because I think golf is better. So um, the Masters are coming up, and so if you're a golf fan, or if you're maybe you want to, maybe you want to get into golf, listen to Shack House. They talk about golf every single week. I don't think I can. Really? I turn on golf to take a nap. It is the best nap sport. There's yeah, no doubt no, about no that. No doubt about that. People, I've heard other people say NASCAR is actually a better nap sport because the like the white noise of the oh, yeah. room, room. But I, I can't, I can't, I don't like, I, I don't like NASCAR. So like <laughs> the thing about golf that makes it such a good nap sport is if you happen to wake up, you're like, oh, I'll watch this for a little bit and then yeah. maybe I can fall back asleep. A lot of those tournaments will start early in the morning and they go to about four or five in the That's afternoon. That's the other reason that it's such a good nap sport because you can watch the first couple of holes, yeah. you know, kind of get into it, fall asleep, wake up, and watch the ending. Yeah, it's and perfect. You, you could take a three-hour nap and stuff. <laughs> and I have. And if I'm not taking a three-hour nap, I'm not taking a nap at all. It's three hours or nothing as far as I'm concerned. Well, lately, I've been <clears> – <throat> there was a day before I had kids or before I had as many kids as I do today, I would take a nap in my chair in the living room mm-hmm. with golf on or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't anymore. Yeah. Because my kids are crazy. They take the moment you would have fallen asleep, then all of a sudden. Oh, chaos breaks loose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Currently, I go to my bed to take a nap. Yeah. I go to my bed, get under my covers. Yeah. And I turn on something on Amazon Prime. Yeah. That's my nap time. That's your nap time. All right. Well, the the podcast spotlight of the week is Shack House. Okay. Bring your network. If you like golf or you want to like golf, you want to know more about it, listen to Shack House. And if you don't like it, don't blame me. Because it's not my show. If the ringer wants to hire me to do my own golf show, I will do it happily for pay. <laughs> um, so Amazon Prime uh, brings us nicely into the Netflix suggestion well, of the week. That's what I was attempting to do. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, the way you I'm did working that. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we're semi-professional. Speaking of professional. Nope, I don't have anything. Sometimes I go for the transition. Speaking of professional, yeah. if you would like to advertise on our show. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then then just get a hold of us. We just had our biggest day ever. We're only growing as a podcast. Absolutely. We're getting more and more downloads well, every day. Over 10,000 people have listened to our show. Yeah, sure. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have that's numbers a real to thing. back that's that That's a legit thing. That's a legit Call thing. Call Podbean. They'll back it up. The other day I was at Dad's house talking mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And he, he said something like alluded to the podcast or something like that. Yeah. And I said, have you heard the new theme song? Uh-huh. And he goes, no. Yeah. And so he got his little Bluetooth speaker and I played it. And yeah. I could tell that he liked it. Yeah. And um, which is not really his style of music, but he had an appreciation for sure. the professional level that the show has gone to. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, with, with, the, yeah. with the thing. And he said, well, how's it how's it going? Yeah. And I told him, I said, well, you know, we, we've passed 10,000 listeners on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, over 10,000 people have downloaded the show mm-hmm. in, in some sure. variety or capacity, and those are numbers we can track, yeah. you know? I mean, there, there's... We know where it's happening, what devices they're using to that's do right. it. 
That's right. All mm-hmm. that's accounted. And um, I, I think he was impressed. Well, I mean, really, at the end of the day, this show is just a way for us to impress our dad. So, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> it's the overarching goal. You know what I mean? It, it's all come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this yeah. is it. We grew up in a house where all dad was doing was listening to sports radio. Mark the Shark. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? No, I'm listening to Mark the Shark. <laughs> Maybe I could be Mark the Shark one day, and then Dad would listen to me. <laughs> when you're coming home, son, I don't know when. Dad, we'll I'm a sports radio then. guy now. You'll know mm-hmm. have a good time then. Yeah, and then and then, and then then Dad would be like uh, Barry Sanders' uh, father when he inducted him into the Hall of Fame. He's like, Barry will never be as good as Jim Brown. It's like, oh, <laughs> That hurts. <laughs> Just for the record, my dad did play catch quite a bit. So With know. the other guys on the softball team. <laughs> yes. And that neighbor kid all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, Troy could go pro one day. He would always say that. I'm like, Dad, I'm better than him, you know? So, I don't know. That's not true. <laughs> he was... He, he, he played... He would play catch with me, you know, when I asked him. <laughs> It's a good thing he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Netflix suggestion of the week. Do you want to start with yours? Yeah. Mystery Science Theater 3000. You've already done this. No, listen. The old shows. Okay. They released new episodes. They're actually old episodes. Old episodes. But but they've expanded the catalog of. On Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. So there used to be 10 or 12 shows. Mm -hmm. And now there's like 18 to 20. Right. So I just watched one the other day called mm-hmm. Satan's Touch okay. or Touch of Satan or something like that. Uh-huh. Hilarious. I do like Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's pretty great. Well, okay. the, the the new batch, it's actually an old batch, mm-hmm. but I've never seen these. Yeah. So it's worth investigating, watching, looking at. All right. I just watched The Creature from the Blue Lagoon. Black finally. Lagoon. Yeah. The Black Lagoon. Yeah. Uh, Blue Lagoon, that's a different movie. Really? Creature from the Black Lagoon. I guess you're right. Um. Anyway... There was a lagoon, and there was a creature in it. Yeah, well, it was a black and white movie, uh-huh. so... And um, he... Uh, so anyway, I watched it with the kids. Uh, they really weren't in on it the whole time. But here's what I want to say about it. It's good. Like, yeah. it's legitimately a good movie. It's from 1948 or it's something? It's, like, dramatic. Yeah. Uh, there are multiple times where I'm like, oh, you know, you kind of get, like, scared. I mean, yeah. it's a little silly. Oh, it's um, a lot silly. But uh, it's... I mean, I say I think it holds up. As much as any movie from that time period could. Well, you and I were talking about it randomly, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. Was it on the show? Yeah, we were talking about it on the show. And so I went home and bought it that night, yeah. and I watched it. Mm-hmm. And um, the very next day, I got all the kids in the living room. Yeah. Kids, you're going to want to watch this. Yeah. I turned it on. Within three minutes, Harrison was gone. Stella was gone. Yeah. I think Teddy was gone. It moved Gideon, really slow. Gideon, no, it was a little slow. Gideon and Gus lasted the whole thing, and really? Gus... Loved it. Really? Yes. He sat there front front and center, mm-hmm. direct attention on it yeah. the whole time. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I think we were talking about it on our monster uh Oh Mount yeah, that's Rushmore. what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Because the Gil, Gil Man. Man. Yeah. Did he make it on the final floor? You no, know, I don't think he did. I think he got knocked off. Yeah. We have a prejudice toward him. So um all right. Well my Netflix suggestion of the week is not the creature from the black and or blue lagoon. I don't remember. You think it's black. I, I think, think it's, it's black. I think it's blue. I gotta look it up. You know, well, why don't you look it up while I'm talking? My Netflix suggestion I actually have two Netflix no, suggestions. Stop. Save one. No, I'm not going to say okay, one because one they're of fresh them. in my brain. Oh my I'm going to forget about them next week. Actually, this leads perfectly into my first Netflix suggestion of the week, which is on Netflix. 
Creature from the Black Lagoon. Bam. Nailed it. Is there a Blue Lagoon movie? No. Yeah. It's like the Blue Lagoon. It's with, um, what's the, she's a model. Um, she was like. Cindy Crawford. No. Um, uh, I don't gosh, know any other models. Think, she, um, it's, they're, they're like a 10 and 12 year old boy and girl, like stuck on this island. Jurassic Park. No. <laughs> well, I'm going to look it up while you talk. Anyway. I have to talk about both of my suggestions now because I will forget about them because I don't have the longest attention span, okay? Um, I watched a Netflix documentary called Take Your Pills. Have you seen this? No. It is about ADHD drugs. Um, so I'm sorry, what was that? It is about drugs for children or adults with ADHD. Oh, that was an that was a attempt at a joke. Like oh. I can't pay attention. Oh dear. Okay. So I want you just told. I me. might. I don't know. Well, here's 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 my thing. After watching, wait. The, do you want to take a pill right now? After watching the documentary, my you know it's like Eric and I watch it. It's super engrossing. It's a Netflix original. It's very engrossing. Like you watch it and you're like completely locked in, right? Um, after watching it, I pressed you know back or whatever you know backed out of the thing. And um, I looked at Erica. I was like, I really want to take Adderall, like, or yeah. Vyvanse or something. Like, yeah. I really feel like it would help me be like a better focused person in life. Because one of the things that the documentary is about is the fact that basically colleges are being run by these drugs. Like, if you have a prescription for Adderall or Vyvanse or something like that, you can get. You, you sell it uh, because college kids are like, they need to stay up all night. They need to focus for like 12 hours at a time in order to finish a paper. Right. And so they're all taking these drugs, like performance enhancing drugs basically for them. And uh, it's about like the history, where this drug came from, how it came about, how it's being abused, how it's being used, how it's needed, how it's overused, how it's, you know, it was really, really super interesting. And I really, if you like that sort of documentary, you would like this. It's very interesting. I'll watch it. And and I honestly, like, just honestly, there there are a few days, like there's one day in particular this week that if you would have just, you know, handed me like an Adderall and be like, here, take this. Like, I would have taken it because it's like, I need to focus today. And this is going to help me focus. My son takes Vyvanse. Yeah. Um, I have been tempted. I never have. Mm-hmm. I've been tempted to take it. Well, um, apparently it's like super, if you don't, I don't want to. You have to watch the documentary. But the problem is, I can't take it because it, I need it for my son. Right. It's if like he, a real thing. Well, if, no. If my son doesn't take it, mm-hmm. it's it's really bad. Right. And yeah. I mean, I'm not being funny. It's mm-hmm. not pleasant for right. anybody. Sure. Yeah. So, because well, it helps him focus. Well, yeah. It uh-huh. brings him to right. a single point in time. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, he's all over <laughs> he's the place. Everywhere. He's everywhere. All at once. Yes. Yeah. I've experienced that um, in my own self. <laughs> I really think that I could have been prescribed. If this. you were born today, you would have been raised on Vyvanse. <laughs> Darn it, I missed it. I could have been amazing. Thirty years too early. Um, maybe I could get a prescription for it now as an adult. You probably could, although your doctor. You have to take a test. There is a there's a test that you have to take, uh, answer a bunch of questions, and if you fail the test, I guess <laughs> you get the drug. Yeah, so. it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Because the, I no, feel, I feel the like doctors make me. money by prescribing well, pills. Well, this is part of the documentary. You have to watch it. Okay, it's so there is a movie called The Blue Lagoon. Uh-huh. And it was done in uh, 1980. Yeah. Okay. The the lady I was thinking of, Brooke Shields. Oh, okay. She's like, she was a, 
young when when this movie came out. It's about two teenagers shipwrecked on an island. Oh, okay. Very. Um, That's the blue. It's a romantic. Inappropriate. Yeah, for... I mean, like two teenagers getting it on. <laughs> okay, there you go. I mean, if you're into, I that was sort going of... to, you know. What? Bounce around the issue a little bit, you know. Well, that's exactly what they did. Infer. Okay, so very different movie. We suggest that you watch The Creature from the Black Lagoon with your kids. Yeah. Uh, Do not watch The Blue Lagoon with your kids. I'm not going to watch The Blue Lagoon at all, personally, you know, with or without my kids. Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Black Lagoon, I highly suggest it. Yes. So my second Netflix suggestion of the week. Cannot be found at Netflix, unfortunately. It also cannot be found at Amazon Prime or Hulu Plus or HBO Now or... YouTubes? YouTube or the online version of Spike TV, um, <laughs> if that's even a thing. Um, you have to go to Redbox. See, I, I this bothers me. Uh-huh. It's not a subscription service. Yeah, I Isn't mean, that what the Netflix get, suggestion of the week if is? If you get 10 Redbox a month... You know, at two dollars, you know, it's twenty dollars a month. It's like a <laughs> subscription, and you get, you know, ten movies for a month. It's not streaming. You have to return. A no, Redbox copy. does have a streaming uh, option now. Is that how you did it? No, because it's more expensive. Um, it's like six dollars to stream, two dollars to rent it. So yeah, I'm gonna rent it. I'm gonna get the <laughs> actual thing. Um, but I watched the Justice League. Okay. When I was a kid, Superman. Superman was my favorite hero. Yeah. And uh, a superhero. And uh, and and I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. It didn't do great on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, people don't like this new version of Batman Superman stuff. I loved it. I loved Aquaman. Really? I loved Wonder Woman. I loved The Flash. My kids watched it. They were cracking up. The Flash is funny. He's got like some yeah. really funny lines. I thought it was great. I mean, I really really liked it. I cringe. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. And I haven't seen Wonder Woman either. Mm-hmm. Well, you. I mean, you don't have to watch Wonder Woman. This. It's, I, not, it's not, but it would help because she plays a vital part. No, I would like to. It's a mm-hmm. financial thing at this point. Well, I'm I mean, not going to rent it. Redbox. I was kind of waiting. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, what we do is we wait until I can get the movie for like six bucks. Right. Which, well, I thought if Wonder you Woman wait long enough, you can catch them on sale. I really thought, and my we all agreed on this, the whole family. I thought Wonder Woman was one of the better superhero movies I've seen in a long time. I thought it was really well done. Um, and I like the Justice League. I understand why other people wouldn't like it. I guess I don't know, but I like that kind of. I thought it was well done. Okay. So I give it my full endorsement. And if you don't like it, don't blame me. There's a lot of rumors. Yeah. Infinity War. There might be some death of some of the superheroes. I think it's about time. Really? Yeah. I I I could get rid of Iron Man. I'd be fine. You could get rid of Captain America. I'd be okay. You could get rid of some they, of the other guys. Are they going to reboot this whole thing? It's about time to reboot it. As far I mean, really? you've, you've taken it quite a distance. Listen, I'm okay with it. I love this current mm-hmm. batch of all of it. Yeah, there's Marvel rarely misses. Mm-hmm. It's true. DC misses a lot. Maybe no, they do. DC okay. misses a all lot. Right. All right. Marvel nails it almost every time. Yeah. You haven't seen the new Thor yet, have you? No, it was. We were either gonna watch that or the Justice oh, League. Oh, you made a mistake. You've never seen the Justice League. Um, I've seen Thor a million times. It's really, really good. Yeah, we well, own it. We want to watch it. We just went with the Justice League instead. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, you can I find know. it on my Voodoo. <laughs> well, apparently I can't because no, it's a, Disney it's a doesn't Disney. share their stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, I really liked it and I fully endorse it. Also, uh, side note: apparently during 
uh, some of the filming of the movie, uh, they brought back Henry uh, Cavill, Cavill, however you say his last name, to uh, to do some filming. Like, oh, we we lost. There were some shots that we need you to take. You know, come. Hey, can you come in next week and you know do some extra scenes? You know, um, except he was already doing another movie in which he had a mustache, mm-hmm. and they had to. Uh, CGI away his mustache. Yeah. And there were some rumors. I remember reading about it. Like people were like, oh my gosh, it was so obvious. To me, there was one scene in particular that to me, it looked like, oh yeah, yeah. something's weird with his lip. But what I love more than anything is the fact that there is raw footage out there somewhere of Superman with a mustache that, you know, before yeah. they CGI. I mean, that's hilarious. Like Superman with a mustache, it's hard for me to picture that. But I loved the movie. I love Superman. I love this new Superman. I don't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. I here's my here's my thing about Ben I hate Ben Affleck as Batman. If if Ben Affleck wasn't Ben Affleck and he just showed up one day and he didn't have all this history of being Ben Affleck Ben Affleck and he just showed up and you're like, This is your new yeah, Batman. But he's not. It's Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm just saying, if that if that was the case, I think you would be like if you could separate that in your brain, I think you would like him. As, okay, but listen, I think you look at him and you see Ben Affleck. The, the problem is you're coming off the most successful Batman they've ever had. Christian yeah. Bale, mm-hmm. especially the Dark Knight in which Heath Ledger played the Joker, yeah. is the best Batman movie of all time without question. Mm-hmm. Without question. Adam West? Come on. Okay. Christian Bale was phenomenal. Was and great. Heath Ledger was the best Joker ever. It was great. If you could have kept that storyline mm-hmm. along with this, I think it would have been a home run. Because I actually like the new Superman. Yeah, I like the new Superman. What, the, the, the one with Amy Adams and I don't know what Man that was called. Man of Steel. I, I love that. That's a great movie. People didn't like that. I really liked it. I liked it too. But but carry over Christian Bale's bat. Pay him whatever he wants. Yeah. Make that happen. Yeah. Ben Affleck ruined Batman for me and it ruined mm-hmm. it ruined this whole series. Not for me. I separate it in my brain, and I I can go. And into it's it. a weird old Batman. Well, that's I mean that that is one of the versions of Batman. Listen, like in the comic but, books, one of the versions of Batman is the old Batman. I'm okay with it if mm-hmm. you would have kept Christian Bale. It's like he's aged this whole time. Like you've introduced a brand new Batman as old Batman. Yeah, it just well those me. universes, the Christian Bale Batman, like the Batman, the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, does not uh, intersect. It's a standalone. It yeah, it does not intersect with any of the other. Things. I just feel like okay. it would have been more successful. Well, all I can say is that I like it. That's all I can say. And I yeah. do. I think it's amazing. Okay. There it is. My Netflix suggestions of the week. Yeah. Do, do you have anything else? No. I, I feel like we've pretty much hit everything we want to hit. We talked about Tottenham. We talked about the Brewers. We talked about quintuple doubles, quintuple triples, whatever. It's been great. Why isn't it called like Pent, Penta? Like it, pint is five. I don't know. It's quintuple. Like if you have five babies, it's quintuplets. And then six is six tuplets. And like the Pentagon is a five-sided. Seven is I don't know. Why, what's but eight pint? is oct? What's that? What's pint and pentagram? Religion? I don't know. Like like a, the Pentagon is a five-sided. I don't know. I'm not a geograph. Wait a minute. Geologist? Ge- geologist? Nope. Geogra- Geographer. Geographist. No, geometrist. <laughs> geometrist. I'm not a geomopher. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, good show, man. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, hey, they're not all home runs, but I feel no. like this one was like a double that we could have stretched into a triple, but we're like, you know what? We're down by three. Let's just go ahead and call Let's it. Let's not safe. get thrown out a third. Yeah, but nobody's nobody's gonna win by doing that. So solid double that we could have we could have legged out into a triple, but uh, we decided to pull up. 
And, um, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, Mike Trout is up to bat, and he's going to knock us home. Okay. It's all up to you, Bill Simmons. <laughs> all right, this is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Tell me when you want to stay, when you want to go. And if the feeling's right, would you let me know? I know, I know, I know it's not right. I lose, I lose myself in bright lights. And in this moment, I am nothing but alone. And in this moment, I have nothing left to show. In this dream, I send such heights. But sleepless nights cannot make this world my stage. Make me out this place where I am Wake up, wake up, highs are never high.